Thanks for joining me on this episode of Insurance Foundations. I'm John Troms, and today I wanted to kind of change things up a little bit from what I've been doing the last couple podcasts. I wanted to talk about you. I'm kind of a nerd when it comes to how things actually work, the nuts and bolts of situations. And, you know, I like to dig into specifically numbers and contracts, and I, I just kind of have a head for those things. It's something I enjoy. It's something I do. The problem is, is when I talk to people about stuff, I tend to focus on that stuff as opposed to what it actually does for your life and how it can actually improve things for you. So today I wanted to talk a little bit more about really what this does for you and how it can benefit you. Now, as I said before in some of the other episodes, financial tools are just tools. And most people don't really understand how insurance and insurance products can be used as a tool. They don't know that they have this as an option. So they don't know how they can be used. They don't know how to apply them and they don't know what they can really do for them. So I'm gonna go through a couple of these tools and just kind of talk about how they can improve your life, what they can be used for. Each individual application is gonna be a little bit different. Everybody's situation is different and there's lots of ways, lots of creative things you can do with these tools to be able to tweak or enhance your situation and accomplish the things that are really near and dear to your heart. So let's just get started. You know, I've, I've been talking about life insurance, so let's start with the other one. Let's start with annuities. You and annuities. What can you do with an annuity? Well, you could use the annuity to make sure that your retirement stretches for as long as you live. If you've been working really hard and you've got money saved up in IRAs or 401ks, anything like that, you can transfer that to the insurance company, and then they can pay you an annual sum of money for as long as you live. If you happen to live a long time and people are living a lot longer now than they ever have, this could mean that you have a guaranteed income for long past when your money would have lasted. I've set these up for customers. They've been able to take the money that they have and stretch it for their expected lifetime, which frankly is a lot longer than their money was going to last. So if you've been looking at your parents' lives and how they've dealt with retirement or your grandparents and how they've dealt with retirement, you know for a fact that going on to a fixed income is, a, is kind of a scary thing. You have to be able to make your life fit your income as opposed to, you know, being able to just go out and try to get a better job or a promotion or something else that you're looking for to try to increase your income to match your lifestyle, which is frankly how a lot of us live. But if you're already into retirement, Let's say you're well into retirement. It's been a lot of years since you've worked and you're getting up in age and all of a sudden your 401k dries up. What are you going to do? How do you live cheaper than you've already been living? I mean, I can't think of anybody that could take a 50% cut in pay and really still function. It, it's almost impossible. So that's what we avoid. That's what annuities can help you avoid is that, that potential fear of having to radically adjust your life at a time when you really don't have very many options in an impossible way. It, it takes away that impossible scenario and it gives you this freedom and flexibility to go forward into retirement saying, I am going to be fine and I know it because now I cannot outlive my funds. The other 
way that you can apply annuities as a financial tool is for a safe investment option. They can grow money for you in a safe place, a place where you can't lose money. And if you set it up right in the different types of options you can get, you can actually see some real significant gains with that. By following some of the stock markets, you can go with a guaranteed uh, annuity that has like a guarantee interest rate. And, you know, being able to tell in the future exactly what your interest rate is going to be for the next five to 10 years, that's something you could bank on. You know, that's a guarantee built into this. If you're not a risky person and you like safe investments, this is a really good way that you can set up an investment opportunity for yourself without seeing any downside. If the stock markets go down, you can't lose money. If the stock markets go up, you get money. It's really that simple. Now, I would like to point out here, this is another place where another financial tool from the insurance company could also do something similar. If you can qualify for life insurance, there is an option in the life insurance realm using the Your Personal Bank concept that I talked about in some of my other episodes, and that tool can also be used for the same function. For growing your wealth with no downside, you can't lose money out of it, and you know some guarantees in growth. There are even options in that side of things where you could index and, and follow the stock markets if you think that's a better way to go, if you really like that option. Otherwise, there's these fixed rate options that allow you the ability to really, with some good certainty, predict where your income is going to go and how it's going to grow over time. You know, historically, they've been paying 6% dividends in higher interest rate environments. They've been paying up to 8 So both of these tools can allow you the option for safe growth. If you want to invest money, you've always wanted to invest money, but you're just scared to, or you're just tired of the rat race, tired of watching the news, an annuity or life insurance set up properly can be a tool for you to grow your assets with safety, predictability, and to just relieve all that stress. I don't know about you, but I hate the anxiety that comes up so often when I'm thinking about where my finances are going to be in the future. What is my future going to look like? You know, I'm self-employed. I don't have a guaranteed income. So when I look at the future, I'm looking at it and going, you know, I don't know exactly what my finances are going to be. And that adds a level of, you know, trepidation to life. If you're getting close to retirement or if you're just really tired of that kind of fear, an annuity or a life insurance policy set up to take advantage of the cash growth option, like we talked about in the personal bank option uh, in the last couple of podcasts, those two options can be really great for you. And we can look at both of those options. And if you contact me at uh, insurancefoundations.com, shoot me an email. We can talk about both options and see which one actually makes better sense for you, which one you actually would prefer to go with, and which one sees you the most amount of growth over time. So that's two tools that accomplish the same thing for you. Now, another thing that people don't know about with uh, now another thing people don't really think about with annuities is how they can help you avoid probate. And so an annuity, once it's set up, is guaranteed to pay out to the beneficiaries, and there's no court that can really adjust that in any way, shape, or form. So if you're looking at leaving a legacy to your family, if you haven't got a trust set up, and you are looking for a way to just make sure that your money goes directly to your heirs, an annuity is a great way to do that. 
Life insurance is also another way to do that too. So both tools can be used to try to help out with that. If you're talking estate planning, and by estate planning, I mean what will happen to all of your property, your money, the things that you own, to your what will happen to your property and your finances after you've gone. That's what I mean by estate planning. So what's going to happen to your money? What's going to happen to your house, to your assets, to your checking account, to your 401k? These are all questions that you really need to be thinking about. And, you know, talking to a tax attorney, talking to a lawyer, if you've got those options available to you. If you don't, some of the easiest ways to do the same thing that the tax attorneys would probably tell you to do is set up life insurance or an annuity. Life insurance and annuities both have this option that they pay out directly to the heirs. And if they're set up correctly, it can be distributed in a tax-free basis. So those are some... So thinking about probate, thinking about what comes afterwards and how easy is it, how streamlined is it going to be, and how directly is that going to be able to go to your beneficiaries, hopefully bypassing the tax man as much as possible. You know, an annuity and life insurance, combination of both of those, or even just strictly sticking with life insurance, those can be really great options for making sure that that happens seamlessly. So now let's get in specifically to what life insurance can do for you. Well, traditionally, life insurance is a way of ensuring that the people you care about and the things that you care about, either your business or charity of your choice, you know, your church, your community group, whatever that outreach is, whatever it is that you care about, that they can be provided for after you've passed. If you've got a family, especially if you've got a young family, you have death protection needs. And that that's an uh, insurance world way of saying that you need to make sure that you have enough life insurance to cover their needs if something happened to you. You think about how much money you're going to make over your lifetime, over your expected lifetime, and how much of that is going to your children, how much of that is going to your spouse. Is the house paid for? Do you have other debts? Do you have credit card debt? If something happens to you, is your family going to have to try to, you know, maybe sell the house to be able to pay for the funeral? Unfortunately, I've heard about these cases where people have to do that. And that's something you don't want to leave on their shoulders. That's something you don't want to leave them with in a time where they're grieving the loss of the relationship to have to worry about whether they're going to have a place to live. And so if you've got those concerns, that's, what, that's exactly what life insurance was created for. It is to specifically cover your family and to make sure that things are, well, that they can focus on what's really important, their lives, the relationship that's lost, and how they're going to get through that. You know, how are they going to move forward in life? And life insurance, the whole point of it is to make sure that they get enough money so that they don't have to worry about making house payments or keeping the kids in school or continuing to live or being able to pay for the burial and the funeral and some hors d'oeuvres so that people can eat while they're crying. You know, these are concerns. These are real concerns that your family is going to have to face if something happens to you. And that's the, that's the primary thing that people think about when they think about life insurance. So if you've got that family situation... And I can help you figure out exactly what the dollar amount is that will help your family because I've been 
thinking about this. It's my job to think about these things. And we can talk about the actual needs that you have in protecting your family. And we don't want to make sure you, we want to make sure that you have the right balance, okay? Because it is an expense. It is a bill. So we don't want to strap you for cash. Yeah, we could, you know, load you up with death benefit protection, but that might make it difficult for you to live right now. And we don't want to do that. But we want to make sure that it's, it's the right number for your family, for your situation, and for what you want to cover. So reach out to me. Again, you can reach out to me through the website, insurancefoundations.com, or shoot me an email at john at insurancefoundations.com. You know, those are two ways you can get a hold of me. We can set up and we can talk about the actual physical needs that your family has. If you already have life insurance and you're worried about whether your coverage is enough, again, we can go over what you've got and talk about where you really should be at with that. If it's paying too much or paying too little or if we should get more death protection or get less death protection, you know, those are things that we can talk about. The other thing that life insurance can do for you, and this is something that really nobody really talks about in the insurance producer world, you know, people like me, they don't really talk about it because we, they focus mostly on death benefit protection and death protection. Um, you know, one of the things that I've been really eager to talk about now that I've gotten really into it is how life insurance can be used to not only provide death benefit, but also can be used to grow cash. And so what we're looking at here is normally, as I said before about death benefit, you know, we talk about not having too high of a bill, not paying too much money for that. Well, that's usually how we only think about life insurance. It's something I have to pay out of pocket, and I don't really see anything with those dollars. And so it's an extra bill in my life. And most people can't really afford an extra bill in their life. So if we set up the policies a little bit differently, like I've been talking about covering the your personal bank concept, you know, if we set up the policies so that more of the money goes into cash and less of it goes to death benefit, then that money is available for you while you're still alive. And you can use that. You can borrow from the life policy. And right now that policy is setting up the companies we're dealing with. They're paying 6% in interest to the account. If you borrow the money, they're only going to charge you 5 So you're already making some positive money there. You can borrow the money out and it's not going to lose. It's not going to diminish anything in there. And so you can use that money for pretty much anything you like. And if we set up the policies right, this is all tax-free. So it's not income taxed. It's, it, there's no tax involved with it. You can just take a loan from it and pay it back as you need to. It's an emergency fund. Now, that being said, if you combine that with the bank line of credit, which is also part of that strategy for setting up your personal bank and for thinking like a banker, as I talked about earlier, you know, when you combine it with the, the line of credit through the bank, then you have the ability to borrow the money against that cash value. So you're not actually taking any money out of the life insurance. You're writing it out of the line of credit. And it works just like a HELOC does in your house where they give you an amount that you can spend up to. And then you can do anything with that. There is no tax consequences to that because you're not actually taking money out of a policy. Your money's still sitting in the policy. It's growing at 6%. And you can spend as much or a little of it as you need to. And whatever you spend, you know, you're getting charged anywhere between 3 and 4% and for that. So now that we've got that line of credit set up with the life insurance, you're not actually having a bill. If you don't think of it like a bill. Think of it like putting money into a using account with death benefit protection that comes with that and some of the long-term care coverage that comes with that. 
you know, this isn't really a bill. It's a way of putting it into a savings account. And you can access that savings account anytime you want. So instead of thinking about it as money that you just have to pay, think about money as you can invest. And that investment grows every year at 6%. And it has historically grown at 6% for quite a long time, for like 25 years. So instead of looking at this as a way to cover your family and protect your family, it does that. It's still life insurance. But it's also a way to grow assets and to be able to use those assets and to access that money and to really just keep living with that money as it grows at the same time. One of the other things that, you know, people think about with investing that they don't really think about using an insurance tool for is when you're talking safe liquid assets. Now, I don't know how savvy most of you are in the investment world, but when you talk to people about investments, they're going to talk to you about modern portfolio theory. And modern portfolio theory basically says that you need to have some of your assets in low-risk things and some of your assets in high-risk things. The reason you split that up is because the high-risk things generally pay better. And so you want some of your money that's going to grow really well, and then you want some of your money that's safe so that in case something doesn't happen with the high-risk things, that you still haven't just put all of your eggs in that one basket. When you're talking to a stockbroker or anybody who deals with investments on a regular basis, they're going to talk about this. And normally, they would talk about putting the money into the safe money, into CDs, bonds, mutual funds, things like that. Well, in today's interest rate environment, some of those things really aren't paying that well. And if you talk about safe liquid assets, the recommendations have usually been putting it into CDs or high-interest savings accounts. Well... CDs and high interest savings accounts nowadays, with the interest rate being so low, are not paying anything, really. I mean, less than 1%. The average rate right now is less than 1%. And I know in some savings accounts, they're only paying 0.3%. Well, 0.3% is really no return at all in your money. I mean, it, it, it's, it's nothing. And when you look at applying the life insurance to it, if you can fund it and set it up correctly so it's mostly going into a cash investment side of things, then you're seeing a 6% return on your money. 6% as opposed to 0.03%. That's ridiculous. Or, or you can just even say less than 1% to cover all, the, all of them. So if you're talking less than 1% versus 6%, that's huge. That is absolutely life-changing for a lot of people. And because it's in the life insurance, when you combine it with the bank line of credit, it's now completely accessible 100% of the time. And, you know, we can set up these policies. If you're trying to move over a large sum of money, we can set up these policies so you can have 85% of that money accessible day one. And it's if you don't access it, it's sitting there growing at 6%. If you do access it through the line of credit, you're still making 2% on it. And even 2%, if you think about it, 2% on that money growing is still double the 1% or less than 1% that you would have been making, leaving all of it sit in there in a CD. And you don't have to even liquidate it. It sits there in the life insurance. It still does what it does, growing at 2%. 2% difference between what you're getting charged and what it, it's growing at. Because it's all growing at 6%. You just are also getting charged 4% on the money as you use it. 
So that's one of the other things that life insurance can do and insurance products can do is give you a place to store your money safely and, you know, with no downside. There's no risk involved. These insurance companies are backing up their products. But you can take what normally would be a very low interest rate on money that you're saving and keeping for a rainy day and turn it into 6% and then still have access to it. It's still accessible. So... I hope that gives you some ideas about what life insurance and insurance products in general can do for you. They can take away some of the risks involved in retirement. They can provide for your family in case something happens to you. They can give you growth options to replace some of the low interest rate, low yield interest that you're getting in what most people consider to be standard, safe, liquidable assets to replace CDs and things like that. They can diversify your money. They can take your money and stretch it. They can, you know, make sure that you have growth and accessibility in things. Insurance, this is why I love my job so much, is because insurance tools are really not well understood by most people. They're not talked about by most financial advisors. And there's so much misinformation about them out there that it's really hard for people to think about them as a real option for their lives and to really kind of dig into how it can change things for them. I'm excited about them because I see them as tools that everybody needs to keep in their in their toolbox. It's tools that nobody talks about. It's tools that most people don't even know that are available, let alone how to actually properly use them. That's what I specialize in, is finding really unique and simple but creative ways of using insurance financial tools to help people with retirement planning, with life planning, and with wealth growth. Those are the three things that insurance tools really were good for. This is something that I think everybody needs to take a look at. This is for you. If you're listening to this, this is for you. Reach out to me personally. John at insurancefoundations.com. It's my email. Or you can go to the website, insurancefoundations.com, and reach out to me that way. It'll shoot me a message, and we can set up a time to talk. Let's look at your situation. Let's take a good look at your life, at your financial life, about where you're at, where you're going, and we will talk about what options there are for you. If this is a tool that you want to start using right now, then we can set that up. If it's a tool you just want to know more about and see if it's an option for you later, great. Let's have that conversation. It's free. It's hopefully enjoyable. I try to make it as pleasant an experience as possible. And uh, you have my permission if I start nerding out on all of the numbers and start focusing on, you know, details and just kind of miss it. I ha you have my permission to just tell me to stop and to focus on you. I want to give you the tools and the understanding of how to use those tools so that you can apply those to your own financial world and make a huge difference in yourself, in your finances, to take away the stress, to set up a legacy, to provide for your family, to give you options when that next opportunity to invest comes along, and to really see safe and secure growth in your finances. I hope this is been an encouragement to you and stay tuned for some more episodes. I'm going to get back to some of the personal bank things uh, because I'm just really excited about what that can do in people's lives. Have a wonderful day. 
And thanks again for listening. Mm-hmm.